Welcome to Diving Into Crypto. Diving Into Crypto. A weekly series where thought leaders share insights, strategies, and insider stories about all things crypto and Web3. Brought to you by Adlunum. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that being said, welcome, welcome, welcome to our next episode of Diving into Crypto. This is JP from Adlunum INC talking to you about Web3. And today we have a special guest all the way from London, though he's originally from Goa, which is which is fantastic. We have V Fernandez. V Fernandez is the uh, business development manager at ZeroSwap. Uh, who is our our guest today, right? We say hi to everybody in the room. Hello, everyone. Um, like Jervis has mentioned, I look after the business development of ZeroSwap. I'm not sure if you guys have come across or heard of ZeroSwap. So ZeroSwap is pretty much a DEX aggregator that offers guestless transaction on, on our platform. And we also have our launchpad, which is a multi-chain narrative as well. So, yeah, like if you are interested in knowing more, more about ZeroSwap, uh, my DMs are always open. So you can come chat with me or I can uh, direct you to the right resources to get to know more about the project. Excellent. I'm, I'm certain that we'll, we'll have questions uh, towards the end of the show. Z, I, uh, v, I'm sorry, I'm kind of uh, losing you uh, a little bit um, during this, this particular program. The voice is going a bit in and out. Um, just giving you a heads up in case you can... Sorry about that. You know, I, uh, um, uh, let me just YouTube. connect via my data and then uh, I, I hope it's better now. Uh, let's do let's do one more test so that we can, you know, sure. take this program off smoothly. What is that? No worries. Uh, so basically, like, if anyone wants to connect with me uh, via DM and stuff, I'm open to... Uh, share information about ZeroSwap um, and anything that you would like to know f from here. How does that uh, okay? Does that work fine? Uh, it's it's a little better. It's a little better. But if we can't, I will try and recap what I've heard you say, and then you tell us if that if that works for you or not. Right? Yeah. Perfect. Sorry about the connection. Awesome. No, that's that's okay. We, uh, you know, uh, we we still. This is why we're going to Web three, right? Because uh, Web two still <laughs> still has a few chinks in its armor, and we're we're trying to get it better. Correct. Always room for improvement. <laughs> Always room for improvement. Amen. All right. Okay. So, V, tell us a little about tell us a little about your journey uh, going into Web three. Where did it all start for you? What got you started into you know this new journey? So basically, I'm not sure if many, uh, not sure if anyone knows this, but my background is actually from airlines. So it's like a total opposite in terms of the industry. So where you're looking, uh, you're dealing with like customers and stuff, and over here you're dealing with like tech and also people. But so I think the common denominator here is the people's skills is always something that's transferable and that's always that's ha that has helped me transition into this industry and on on top of that having a little bit of passion and obsession with the technology with learning doing a lot of self learning helps you get get to where you are right now 
So if anyone's planning to get into the space, show some uh, passion, get some active learning done and approach approach projects because everyone's looking, the space is looking for fresh and new talent. So definitely a way to go. Certainly. So you, just to quickly recap what we said, because we kind of lost him a little bit here and there, it's that if you have a passion and, you know, approach uh, approach a project, if you have a passion to be in the web space, uh, it's it's absolutely a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant space to be in. There's so much to learn, so much to, you know, uh, so many avenues in which your passion can be realized. Uh, is that right, Z? Uh, v? Yeah, that's correct. And especially like if you don't have a tech background, don't let that hold you back because there's other avenues that you can look into sales, you can look into community building, and there's other avenues that you can definitely like grow from from there. Certainly. So, so Web3 three, Web three is the space at this point of time, ladies and gentlemen, for you to explore the skills that you have uh, and don't let technology hold you back from, from diving right into it. Okay. Great. So, uh, V, let's 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 take it from here. Uh, I understand ZeroSwap is is a Dex. Uh, you know, um, could you share? Could you? Uh, I mean, you you also mentioned that that you have various other uh, uh, verticals that are part of of ZeroSwap. You you have the Launchpad. You have the the Dex. Uh, you know, um, but to focus a little about uh, a little about Dexes, right? Um, very briefly, what is an understanding for a layperson that uh, that is a DEX, right? What is a DEX for a layperson? If you were, if you're going to explain it to them, uh, sure. So, just to keep it simple, like in simple words, it's an automated and decentralized exchange where you can simply buy and sell tokens. So, how it's done is it's this is done in like a trustless and permissionless manner without any author, any central authority authority sorry to further explain it in in a more technical perspective or to those that have already synthesized the basic definition of it, it it's simply a set of codes that's built into a platform and that facilitates a decentralized peer-to-peer transaction in a very non-custodial manner which with the use of liquidity pools rather than the market makers on centralized exchanges right okay so, um, so great. So, so that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I know that there were a few technical terms thrown in there, but this is one of the easiest ways in which you can trade uh, tokens that are listed uh, in the in the simplest in the simplest simplest form of what this is, right? Okay. So, uh, V. That that being said, uh, let's move on to the next point in which we wanted to to shed some light, right? Um, how does a Dex help a project and the community at large so basically like what i've mentioned about the decks being trustless decentralized permissionless and it's also open source nature of this platform it also gives the users the full autonomy and control over their funds I for, I myself have great distaste for banks and corporations so what this does is give is gives the users the freedom of choice to buy or to sell and stake their funds on a platform of their choice. This is even true for projects that are launching their tokens. They can add liquidity into the market in a permissionless manner and raise liquidity for their token through active swapping and staking itself. 
having said that, there's also caveats to this and careful analysis and literacy should come into play for users because there's a lot of scams in DeFi and definitely no proper way to stop them as well at, at currently, right? So right. DeFi is truly censorship resistance and hence you can see all these bad play- players thriving in these fields. So yeah, it can be a fantastic tool if used correctly. Okay, great. And given given that we have, uh, you know, I mean, obviously the the caveats. I mean, if you look up, if you look up, uh, for example, CryptoRank, uh, you know, straight away you you see about thirty codexes listed. I'm sure that these are the ones that are that are featuring up there. There will be many more. There are hundreds of them, right? Um, so what is what is one of the ways? that you can you can identify a good dex what are what are some of the parameters that somebody should look for okay so basically like you if you want to like get a like a dex should have a good liquidity so something mm-hmm. that would be synonymous with high daily volumes of transactions increase you like a lot number of users transaction volumes having a sticky community, uh, and in general, uh, brand recognition are, are mm-hmm. some of the, like, the success indicators in the space. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like most projects need to realize this, piggybacking on a strong community is, is such a huge oh. flex. If a community yeah. believes in you, they would actually do the active marketing for you and bring in new, usher in new users. And this would essentially be an organic growth with zero cost of user acquisition. Right, 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 right. So, uh, so, so certainly, certainly, there is a lot to do with with the community. There is a lot more to do with projects. Are there anything else from an insider's point of view that you know really sets a, de- a dex apart? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here and, and and say that hey, you know what? Okay. Uh, Zero swap is is the kind of dex uh, that that does this that sets us apart from everybody else. So so what are those what are those um, goals? What are those metrics that you know that sets uh, that that would set a dex apart? Oh, definitely. Um, so I think I, I might have not understood your question previously, but uh, what sets us apart is basically a multi-chain narrative. Mm-hmm. Also, as I mentioned, we do offer guestless trades. Uh, mm-hmm. None of the other other platforms or DEXs, they're actually doing that. So having a multi-chain narrative, having a guestless uh, trades uh, with zero trades, we don't charge any trade fees as well on top of the guestless transaction. Mm-hmm. So these are like few of the things uh, that actually help us in being a differentiative um, force Mm-hmm. Than competitors. Okay, so it, it is it is the community. It is also the USP of being of being gasless. How do you guys make that work? I mean, that that's that's certainly something excellent. Certainly something that you know every user would want to would want to um to 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 have. I mean, I I don't want to particularly pay fees for uh, transactions that you know. I mean, a gas fees, for example, for, for transactions that should be that uh, easily traded. What do you? Uh, how do you make that work? Uh, correct. Like, I mean, I think uh, the, you know, as a as a project, you should always look at ways to solve a problem, 
in mm-hmm. that is al- already present in in the ecosystem mm-hmm. and uh, work your way behind from it so uh, our ceo who is ayushi jane so she mm-hmm. had this concept where you like you use your cards any bank cards that you use you yeah you don't pay any fees right so why does this not happen in in blockchain industry or in crypto industry itself so there's always right. like you're always going to be like challenging the narrative and you always have to like work work your way around it so with as to how we sort of uh, fund this guest guest fees is like when we raised the initial fund we kept aside some funds that would initially uh, help us propel this transactions and stuff and also other than that we also have a launch pad which yeah. is um, giving us an extra revenue that we can pump into into the decks and also uh, we also have acquired a new business last year which is called defi visit so defi visit mm-hmm. is pretty much a blockchain infrastructure infrastructure layer that we can mm-hmm. offer services with uh, liquidity right. uh, let's say for state, creating token contracts for the new projects mm-hmm. or investi- investor pro- uh, dashboard staking contracts or even bridging solutions for that matter so these are the areas where we are sort of like gaining revenue and that's being dispersed into our decks and simply because we want to be get adopted in the space we want to provide uh, a value in the space so i think this is where we see a good use of our revenue being pumped into our decks Mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah, basically, like to summarize that, it, it just like you you always have to find ways, like to tackle on a problem, and then work work your steps backwards and try and find solution as you go go through your journey. Awesome. Okay, we. I, I think I think we got it now. It's it's really just just focus on the solution. Uh, you know, focus on on. The solution to the problem that that everyone's having, and that is something that can you know uh, really propel you to a much much stronger project and a stronger business in itself. Correct. Yeah. I mean, it also helps you to stay relevant in the space and at the same time cater to a wider community. Exactly. Exactly. Staying and yes, and staying relevant, I think, is is one of the key things that you know most projects. Uh, and 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 most Web three companies at this point of time really need to fight for, right? I mean, we're looking at a we're looking at a market that's that's wiping people out, out across the board, um, you know, uh, losses and billions of dollars. But that's that's from a trader's point of view, right? And then from a business's point of view, yeah, you know, you you have um, you you have these situations where you're suddenly looking at the volume, uh, the the quantities dropping, right? Correct. Yeah, and, and I think I think having the macro uh, economics and also all the uncertainty that's going around with Celsius and everything is not helping the narrative as well. Mm-hmm. So, so very true, very true. So, how do you how do you guys stay? Um, you know, how how do you see uh, uh, Dexes staying uh, staying relevant even more? Right. Uh, during a point like this, uh, during a bear market, are, are there some strategies you'd like to share that you know uh, will 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 really keep uh, keep us above water? What are your thoughts? 
can you repeat the question again for me? I think I missed you for a little bit. Okay. So uh, what I was asking was, when it comes to a bear market like this, right? And obviously, there's there's not a large quantum of trades going across the board. Uh, so what are, what are some of the things that you think should should be done so that that relevance that that volume and you know brings it back to business as usual um, i think with the bear market like there's always going to be the sentiment around the bear market right where everyone's sort of um, uh, on the hinge or they're protecting their assets so it's pretty much a psychology, a human psychology and behavior where there's, when there's a fear in the market, they sort of like stay in a fearful mode and there's not much investment coming through. But in terms of um, how a project can survive in this in this time is you pretty much have to have like a runway with the funds uh, to survive this bear market. So that's one thing that you need to like decide, um, and uh, also building your community. Mm-hmm. Like I've said, like community is is one of the strongest forces that you can actually have in, in your support. So actively giving them timely information, communication, um, are, are some of the things that you can actually keep them engaged and updated, and also at the same time building and trying to find ways to innovate and differentiate yourself from your competitors would also sort of give you the the upper hand as well here exactly exactly you know you you keep innovating to stay afloat keep yeah and keep keep that grind going right correct yeah and uh, i mean in this bear market like that's what you need to focus on like cut out the noise focus mm-hmm. on building stay relevant mm-hmm. and when the uh, bull market comes you mm-hmm. you're going to be like supported by the community who was there with you during the bear market as well okay okay so um somebody had somebody had asked us before while we were went doing some of the research and these questions you know and i think the, the question over here is that where where dex is a concern uh you know do you do you feel that they are refresh uh, recession proof or do they do they, um, you know, uh, feel the the pressure the same way? Uh, you know, um, they feel the pressure the same way the rest of the industry is doing. Yeah, uh, what do you think? Uh, well, I don't really think anything is recession proof per se, and mm-hmm. like we've all seen like the huge volatility in the markets lately, and I think that's due to the macro environment and all the news that's been going around, sadly. Mm-hmm. But right. like I've mentioned before, it, it like these are the things that you can attribute to a human psychology and a behavior. If there's so much fear and uncertainty, there's always hesitation in the market, right? Even though it's the best time to buy and scoop great deals when there's blood in the market. And yeah. on top, uh, crypto isn't regulated as well. So most of the institutions, big players uh, and users, they're still waiting on the sidelines. So based on these two observations, I do not think DEXs or like crypto in general is recession proof. Although I do see a great future nevertheless, but everything comes in cycles, right? It does. Indeed. 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 So uh, speaking, speaking of that and, and coming in cycles, what, what is, uh, you know, some of the innovative trends uh, that we're gonna that we should expect from DEXs? I mean, you know, every, every cycle is a, is a learning one, whether it's a bull run, whether it's a bear market, 
whether you know um, things are just moving laterally, right? Everything is everything is a, a lesson to learn from. So, what are what are some of the trends that we can expect to see from from Dexes uh, as a result of the learnings from this particular cycle? Uh, I mean, if I had like a crystal ball, I would be able to give you like the clear <laughs> uh, answers. But I mean, based on what like the past um, can be a good indicator for the future, right? So like few of the DEXs have implemented lim limit orders, order books and stuff. So what like DEXs are always innovating and finding ways to match that user friendliness and experience as available on centralized exchanges, right? And well, personally, I, I do love to have a choice uh, to set my own price targets rather than a sell, sell or buy at a market price. Right. And also like a lot of like platforms like routers and biases and O3 protocols, they have Ooh. developed cross swap DEXs, which means you can pretty much like swap inter swap and interoperate be between different networks. So okay. that's this is still like an early stage of development, but I I can see like they they've been fine tuning this over the year or two, and getting great results at it. So what having a cross swap DEXs will not only be great for the market ed, but it's also gonna like be able for us. It's also gonna be a way for us to move the liquidity between different networks um, and avoid the fragmentation of the liquidity. You know. Okay, so um, if I caught the last part correctly, you were speaking a little more about you were speaking about liquidity. Uh, v, could you could you say that again because we kind of lost you for a bit. Oh, okay. So I was just talking about um, how the liquidity can be fragmented on different networks, and at the moment, there's nothing that's in, interoperable. So, as a user, like if you want to like get onto like a Binance chain from Ethereum chain, like you you have the bridges but they're sort of like complicated or then other easiest way would be like you sending your money to binance changing it and then withdrawing it in, in into like a binance um into a bnb chain so you know it is a cumbersome process but like some projects like uh symbiosis or router they can do it like in one stop in in one transaction all of these steps for you mm -hmm. Under their under their platform, so you don't have to like be using several pro protocols to achieve to the same result. You can yeah. get the same result using one protocol in less time and more uh, cost efficient as well. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's certainly insightful. V. I mean, the the you know con considering it from from that point of view, and you've just shed a light on some of the uh, the mechanics in which you know it makes things easier for us as consumers. To be able to to understand and you know and, and and that ease so so thank you thank you for sharing that that's all that's that's all right and also like um, I'm not sure if you guys have seen this or aware of it like uh, Uniswap has actually acquired Genie mm -hmm. so what they are trying to do is offer more choices to their user onto one platform itself or let's say for QuickSwap they've implemented like a fiat on ramping onto their platform so you know like what they are doing is they're making the process and onboarding easier for for the user so they don't have to like go through one platform do one trade uh, transfer right. the tokens onto something on your wallet and then start trading on the dexes so you know like there's always room for improvement and innovation so i think over the uh, years there's going to be like the product is going to be on par as to the central exchange uh, value right. add 
Wow. Okay. Yes. I mean, uh, that that certainly is something. Is you know, because every every innovation in that uh, that that you see that's that's happening out there, the more popular that becomes, it's very quickly becomes a norm across across the industry, right? Correct. And also, like having a good competition around. Like, there's so many DEXs that, like you mentioned. There's always a healthy competition where people where one dex wants to innovate and it forces others to think outside a box and um, try to find another better solution than the current one. So it, it's always going to be this fight for finding innovation and progressing towards a better future. Hmm. Okay. Um, speaking of speaking of innovation, upcoming trends. Uh, v, I know you don't have a crystal ball with you at this point of time, but what are what are your thoughts? I mean, for the for the future, right? For the future uh, that you see in the next, say, next quarter, next two quarters, maybe even a few years from now, what do you see Dex is doing differently that is extremely exciting from where you sit, from your position? Um, I mean, other than what I've actually mentioned, is it just I would say a better overall product in uh, for with better ux and user friendliness uh, but i think at, at some stage like i'll also like to talk about you know like how this space is not regulated right so it, i know it's a bit controversial a controversial subject but having some regulation in place would stop some bad players in the space as well right like having read some articles online regulation mm-hmm. will be made a top priority for dexes with some sort of balanced approach and I'm sure with this happening, there would be stop to like bad players, and also that would bring in more talent and more institutional investors into the space. And uh, you know, like it's just gonna thrive having having some sort of regulation. I'm not sure how you feel about it, but uh, this is my sort of point of view. Of course. Of course. Um, so, as as you were saying, I mean, as 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 controversial as it may be, better regulation will actually make it, you know, um, safer. You lose a lot of the scams, and because of the regulation, people who are bad actors and bad players will naturally be restricted from getting into the space and murking up the waters. Correct. I'm not exactly sure how this would be done or implemented, but you know, one can hope uh, we are heading towards a right and brighter future. Well, 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 certainly, and that's that's a future I'm certain that we'll we'll really welcome having. Uh, you know, because the it, it's it's almost paradoxical, right? That we that you're asking for regulation in a in a space uh where you know uh, anonymity is 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 extremely important it's held dear by everybody right correct yeah i mean it's a double edged sword isn't it uh like i mean we we would love to have our privacy as well but also with this privacy comes the bad elements and the bad actors in the space so i think at the end of the day like we we need more adoption how do we get more people to adopt us uh surely like if there's some regulation we can sort of convince people who are on the sidelines and also you know in, in at the end of the day it's just uh help you with anti-money laundering and yeah. also get get the user protection at the end that we everyone sort of like wants 
well certainly you know absolutely absolutely it's 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 like it's like uh, to paraphrase what ben parker said uh, with great anonymity comes great responsibility right correct exactly couldn't have said it better <laughs> god bless ben right so um we uh, i i want to ask you in terms of uh, in terms of the technology where it comes to 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 building a dex right and and i know that this this may not be something in 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 particular that is your uh, core focus area but i do understand that a lot of developers uh, look to look to do that as uh, you know something that they may find as a project which they want to start right uh, how easy do you think it is you know broadly from 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 where you stand for people to dev- to use technology to develop a dex is it like supremely complicated is it you know um not as difficult as most people think oh damn so i i should have brought in my tech uh, tech person to answer <laughs> this question uh but from what i can uh, say in terms of like as understanding as a lay person as well myself um the dex is an open source right like you can like if you have the knowledge of the writing codes and a bit of of the blockchain awareness you can always yeah. like build on top of of the codes and fine tune a product so obviously there's one way like you don't have to have like 500 developers yeah. for like having to build a dex from scratch again there's always yeah. already a groundwork and a blueprint that's already been ready for you so all you have to right. do is pivot and fine tune your product uh, to better achieve that user engagement and user acquisition okay 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 so um so while it may be easy of course you know this is we we're just talking about the brick and mortar aspect of it while it may be relatively simple for people to utilize technology to develop a dex when it comes to actually running it ladies and gentlemen you have heard from v fernandez uh, all the the multiple moving parts that he tries he and his team try to keep together running as a smooth oil engine and it certainly is not something that's easy to do I agree to that one and you know like getting a uh, user acquisition or getting people to come on board is not the easiest as well so you need to have first of all you need to have like a product market fit uh for a product and then that goes through several iterations and uh, changes so over time you're fine tuning the engine yourself and secondly is like let's say you're using zoom at the moment yeah. you have no issues with privacy you have no issues uh with anything but there's a web3 product which is called huddle like i don't right. see a motivation or a need to move uh, to change my behavior to go into huddle so th- right. i think these are the areas where it might be challenging to gain like that adoption and also mm-hmm. like the to change the user behavior exactly right and that's that's always one of the hardest things when it comes to a market uh you know being a fellow marketing professional myself uh that's that's just the one uh, that's the holy grail right that's that's what you want the people to do to have that ease of use when it comes to adopting something different correct yeah and i think having like a easy user interface and a friendly approach to your platform would always help would do the trick but also there's other 
uh, areas where you need to focus on like the organic marketing and all, all the sort of stuff that comes behind it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And well, we, uh, you know, thank you so much for, for spending some, uh, some time here with us today. I'm sorry, before I, before we, we, we um, wrap up this program, we, what is a message that you would like to share with our audience where it comes to where it comes to Dexas as a whole from your perspective, your maybe your philosophy that you'd like to share? Go for it. Um, basically, it's not it's not my sentiment, but I've heard this narrative many times. Not mm-hmm. your keys, not your tokens, and I I firmly believe in this because if you don't have full custody of your tokens, like you you can't really blame any central. Uh, exchange or like let's say you use binance you lose your your funds you can't really blame them if you're not taking care of themselves uh, of it yourself itself okay so certainly controlling tokens is is something that you know we all have to take responsibility for as <laughs> to quote ben parker again you know with 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 great tokens come great responsibilities Correct. I mean, that's the whole point of us going decentralized, right? Like you need to have that financial freedom in your hand. So you need to like act in a way that would be conducive to to receive this outcome. Perfect. Okay. Great. Uh, v, thank you so much for spending your time with us today. Thank you for sharing these the these wonderful insights that you have uh, on on our program today. Thank you. Thank you for being here. My pleasure, Jarvis, and thanks for the invite. Uh, it was a pleasure talking to all of you. Yeah. Well, likewise, V, and I, I hope to see you when you get when you do get down to Goa, or if I'm if I'm ever around your part of town. Uh, you know, we we definitely should catch up. Definitely, and especially like in uh, if you if any of you are in any of the events that I go to, uh, yeah. do come and say hello. Like, would love to get to know your story and um, about yourself. It, Sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard it from V. Fernandez, the business development manager over at ZeroSwap. Uh, this has been absolutely fantastic. Please give him a reaction at this point of time since he's still on the show. You know where the buttons are. You know the options that you can use. want to see everybody setting a heart, a clap. Thank you so much, golly man. Thank you once again for attending this program today. We will be back next week at the same time at the same place. This has been JP from Adlunum INC speaking to you about Web3. Have a good day. Cheers. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Yep. Cheers, B. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Diving Into Crypto, proudly hosted by Adlunum. The first engaged-to-earn platform with a proof-of-attention model and dynamic NFT investor profiles. 